was just like every other person. I was petrified. I thought I was going to be an athlete until I was 30, make a ton of money. That was plan A. There was no plan B. You never know. One relationship can completely change your life. You know, I went and put myself through the MBA and that changed my life forever. You just don't know. You got to keep trying new things. You got to get outside your comfort zone. And eventually you're going to find what you're looking for. Welcome to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores exceptional career success stories, inspiring and insightful personal brand journeys that answer the question, are you coffee or are you Starbucks? Fascinating conversations with leaders about their career breakthroughs from entertainment, tech, media, and more. You'll learn how they've turned up the volume on their brand to unlock success. Firsthand, uncensored, and real, as told by people who've been there and plenty of inspiration and practical tools to help you lead with your brand every day as you drive towards your next career breakthrough. And now, here's your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Hey everybody, Jason Patria here, and you are listening to the Lead With Your Brand podcast, which is the podcast for those of you who are looking to turn up the volume, show your value, and lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough. Well, we have an amazing guest with us today. It is Rick Elmore, who is a former pro football athlete and the founder and CEO of Simply Noted. But before we get to Rick Elmore, it is the last week of January, which means we are almost one-twelfth through the year. But it is not too late to get in on the Lead With Your Brand New Year Challenge. Just visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com slash new year, where you can get caught up on all of our five steps to lead with your brand. This week, we're talking about step number five, which is promote yourself. Now, once you've done all of your brand work, guess what? You have got to serve as the chief marketing officer of brand you. That's right. If a tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did it really fall? The same thing goes for your brand. You can have great performance. You can create all of your brand attributes. You can have language. You can know your brand foundation and your core belief. But if no one is seeing or hearing about it, how much is that going to help you get to your next career breakthrough? So promoting yourself is not about bragging. It is about making sure that you break through the noise. Now, great marketers know that we need to hear and see a marketing image anywhere from 8 to 15 times before we are even aware. That's right. You have to drive by that Netflix billboard for that brand new season of Stranger Things 8 to 15 times before you are even aware of the show, and that doesn't even count your intent to view. So if you're just talking about yourself once a year or maybe twice a year in your annual performance review and mid-year conversation, that is not enough. If you are posting once or twice a year on LinkedIn or other social platforms, that is simply not enough. Now, great marketers know that there's really three core things that you want to look at. The first is advertising, which is everything that you say about yourself. The second is endorsement 
moment, what influential others say about you. And the third is word of mouth. Now, let's talk a little bit about advertising because guess what? That is the message that you completely control and you should not be throwing away your advertising platforms. This is the power of creating your elevator pitch. This is what you say about you when you first introduce yourself to folks, when you hop on that conference call, when you meet people in person. This is your 30-second spot. You know, we call it an elevator pitch because it should take the amount of time as hopping in an elevator and going to a top floor. Imagine you hopped on an elevator and you ran into the CEO of your organization. How would you share and sell yourself while you were traveling up the elevator? Now, for me, I can quite simply say to folks, hey, I'm Jason Patria, and I'm a personal branding expert, a diversity advocate, and I'm the host of the popular Lead With Your Brand podcast, and I am on a mission to help drive workforce engagement by helping organizations and their employees find their true brand voice and bring their best authentic selves to work every single day. Now, I can say that at the beginning of a podcast. I can say that when I'm on a sales call. I can say that when I introduce myself to folks at conferences or when I run into people in the office. Now, if you've thought about your purpose, if you've thought about your brand foundation, if you've created your supersized words, those can all go into your elevator pitch. Now, if you go to leadwithyourbrand.com slash new year, you can download this week our tool on promoting yourself and get some help on building your elevator pitch. Now, your elevator pitch is also going to go on things like LinkedIn. Please tell me you've got a photo on LinkedIn. Again, that's your billboard. And in that About You section, your elevator pitch should be right there. Now, let's talk about the second element, which is endorsement. This is what those influential others say about you, and this is the power of networking. I can't say enough about making sure that you're on LinkedIn, and if you're on LinkedIn, you just can't look at other people. You actually have to connect and engage because it's about both the quantity of your network as well as the quality of relationships. And I want you to start thinking about all those influential people that you know. You know your boss's boss, and you're interacting with executives at your firm. You know great industry leaders that you interact with in the space of your expertise. This is about making sure that they are in the know about what's happening with you. What have been some of your big successes? What are you working on? Because these are the folks that can endorse you when you're not in the room and you don't have a seat at the table. But you've got to make it easy for them. Make sure you're you're connecting with them, even a quick text or a Slack or a check-in with them for a few minutes can make sure that you are top of mind when they're interacting with other folks that can make decisions about your career. And the final one there is all about word of mouth. That's what gets said about you when you're not in the room. Perhaps that's even what gets said about you when you leave the room and even by those who don't know anything about you. Now, this is the hardest one to control because this is all about your reputation. And we know for consumer-facing brands out there, word of mouth can make or break a huge brand. You know what? Brands can spend millions of dollars on advertising campaigns. 
But all it takes is a couple of negative reviews on Amazon or TripAdvisor or any other user-generated platform that lets us know we're not going to purchase. And the same thing goes for you. Well, how do you control that? Well, first, make sure that every single day you are waking up and you are being consciously competent about the way that you choose to show up. Now, we're all human and we make mistakes, but you know what great brands do? When they come off brand, when they demonstrate something that doesn't work and doesn't reflect who they truly are, they, one, acknowledge it, two, change their behavior quickly, and three, they apologize. So make sure that you are doing all of those things to control your word of mouth and make sure that you are promoting that great brand that you have invested in building. Well, I am super excited about today's guest. It is Rick Elmore, who's an entrepreneur, a sales and marketing expert, and a former college and pro football player. Now, as the founder and CEO of Simply Noted, Rick has developed a proprietary technology that puts real pen and ink to paper to scale handwritten communication. It is super cool, and it is helping businesses of all industries scale this unique marketing platform to stand out from the competition and build meaningful relationships with clients, customers, and employees. It is helping people promote themselves. Now, founded in 2018 and based in Tempe, Arizona, Simply Noted has grown into a thriving company with clients of various sizes across the country, including in hospitality, real estate, insurance, nonprofit, franchise, B2B, and several others. Rick has served as the company's CEO since its founding for more than three years, and he has over a decade of sales and marketing industry experience. We'll be back in just a few moments with Rick Elmore. For over 25 years, Jason has coached, trained, and developed thousands of leaders and executives, helping them achieve their next career breakthrough. He's a featured speaker at global conferences and companies to help everyone bring their best authentic self to work, show their value, and lead with their brand every day. Get more tips and tools at leadwithyourbrand.com. And we are back. I have a super awesome guest with me today. It is the founder and CEO of Simply Noted, Rick Elmore. Rick, what is going on? Nothing much. It's it's a great day. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Jason. Of course. Well, we're super thrilled to have you on, Rick. So let's dive right in. When you first meet people, and I know as an entrepreneur, you are constantly meeting stakeholders and VC folks. How is it that you explain to them who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah, well, I I like to call myself a a jack of all trades. I have a pretty unique background. Um, My background's in athletics. And if you knew that, you you wouldn't believe where I am today because it has nothing to do with what I'm doing. But uh, yeah, my background started in football. I played uh, college and professional football. I went to the University of Arizona. I was lucky to have a pretty good career there. And then was drafted into the NFL in 2011. Um, was pretty lucky to live out my childhood dream, but eventually that dream has to end. And um, I did what a lot of guys in, in, um, in uh, who are retiring from the NFL do. They get into competitive corporate medical device sales just because it's challenging, it's rewarding. Um, you know, it kind of fits that 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 character or type of style of an athlete is. But then. Um, 
you know, I had a lot of success there and really just took what I developed as an athlete and transferred it to being a sales rep, hard work, you know, perseverance, get knocked down seven, get up eight times, never quit. But, um, yeah, I found success there. I was, you know, rookie of the year, my, my first year, the next five years, um, I was either top 1% or top five sales rep in my company. Wow. But I just had a, you know, a kind of an itch I couldn't scratch. And, um, yeah, I went back and did my MBA in 2017. And um, that's really where the, the the new story began for Simply Noted. It was really in, in business school, um, kind of started in a, a business class. Yeah. So, Rick, talk to me. For those that aren't familiar with Simply Noted, tell us about your company. Yeah. So what Simply Noted is, it began as an idea, is really what we try to do is make sending genuine, personalized, handwritten notes as easy as sending an email. And what that means is we use technology. Um, We are the only company in the world that has truly built their own purposely built handwriting robot. And what that is, is we have built a lead screw based, three axis gantry based handwriting robot that holds real pens. Um, They use real ballpoint pens. Wow. Um, We built a handwriting engine that has the ability to convert your handwriting, pull out every nuance of your handwriting from ligature styles to the natural spacing and kerning to, you know, what we call glyph manipulation. So it actually takes your handwriting and slightly varies it every single time it writes. So it's just such a genuine product. It's so authentic. You, you, you really can't tell that it was written by a machine, but that's what we've done here is we've created a platform for businesses to connect, you know, and build relationships with their clients, either automatically or at scale. And we do that using robots. So let me get this straight, Rick. So your robots actually learn how to write my handwriting and then they produce uh, notes to my clients and my customers for me? That is, yeah, that's a very easy way of explaining it. But yes, what we do is, you know, for the businesses who actually want to use our handwriting, we'll submit you a handwriting conversion application. It's a, it's pretty, it's pretty funny because it's very basic, but it's going to take you about an hour to fill out because we have you write, you know, all your letters, your punctuation, your numbers. We have you write, you know, silly sentences and paragraphs because we want to see how you naturally write over time. Do you write up? Do you write down? You know, what are your ligature, you know, styles? Do you connect your T's to your H's? What do two T's look like next to each other versus T's at the beginning of a word, inside a word, at the end of a word? Or yeah, I mean. So we literally pull out every character of how you write, program it into your handwriting style, and then these robots can mimic it. You you wouldn't even be able to tell that if you wrote it versus if our our machines wrote it. It's <laughs> it's that awesome. Okay, that is genius. But tell me, how did you even come up with this concept for uh for simply noted? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, when I was I went back and did my MBA because, you know, I was having success and being a sales rep, but I, I really looked at what my future was going to be doing that. I was really just going to be chasing that carrot every single year, work a corporate ladder. My parents were both, both small business owners. So I, I saw the lifestyle they lived. They weren't, they weren't, you know, we were middle-class family. We were not wealthy by any means. Um, financially, I mean, I, I was very lucky to have great parents, very supportive parents, but, um, when I went back and did my my MBA, I really wanted to see if I, I I can figure out something to do something on my own. But I was in a marketing class, and um, I had a marketing professor talking about all the the success rates in marketing. And um, as you know, going through my MBA, I was trying to apply everything to what I was doing as a sales rep to make me more successful. But he was talking about everything. Everything was super nominal, super low. Like 
cold email, direct mail, print mail, cold calling, social. I mean, everything it was like single digits or low double digits. And then at the end of his lecture, he, he kind of made like a joking comment and said, Hey guys, and this is back in, you know, end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, what works better now than ever is a good old fashioned handwritten note. It has a 99% open rate. It's rare. Um, it's meaningful. It's a relationship building tool and people just don't get them anymore. Um, and I just thought that was such a great idea, but I had 400 clients yeah. in my medical sales book at the time. It took me and my wife two weeks just to write the, for Christmas cards, just to put addresses on a blank envelope. Wow. I was like, how can you do this at scale? And I started researching. There was a company at the time that's no longer around. Yeah. And they're not around because they didn't have their own robot and they focused on a bad industry. But the company was called Bond. Um, they focused on weddings. And I just thought that was an absolute atrocious um, niche because if anybody's ever gone through planning a wedding, it's very stressful. It changes all the time. Everything's hurry up and wait and then rush. And your customers are either one or two time clients. I was like, why isn't this being done in business? So really, um, got to work. I started researching some technologies and this is really when the, the light bulb entrepreneurial seizure, crazy, like I'm going to do this moment happened. I got this little cheap pen plotter from China Worked with a mailing house here locally in Phoenix. And uh, it took me about a month. Um, I pulled a free mailing list offline um, from some targeted doctors that were in my territory. And I, I wrote 500 really bad, you know, handwritten notes with this really bad technology. And when I sent them out, it was like trying to book meetings. And I, I got 28 doctors to call me back. And wow. these doctors are just absolutely like, dumbfounded. And as a sales rep, if you have your client calling you back, you're doing something right. Yeah. But these doctors are like, Hey Rick, this is really cool. Thanks for sending me a handwritten note. So like I automatically earned their trust. They automatically liked me. I was automatically on their side. And they were like, let's book a lunch and talk about this, this offering. Cause I was obviously like introducing myself and have a call to action, ask for a meeting. They're like, let's book a lunch. And off of those 500 notes, my, my monthly quota was only $50,000. I sold over $280,000 in six weeks. My whole business, my whole company was going nuts. My VP of sales was going nuts. 28 grand in commission in like that four to six week period. It was just like in a euphoric, you know, nuclear explosion excitement. (laughs) I was like, this is it. I knew it was going to work. Like there's something here and really just got off to the races. And um, now, you know, Go fast forward almost five years. Our platform has over 380,000 users a month. We've invested nearly a million dollars into our handwriting robots. I'm running a software robotics industrial automation company with an athletics and sales background. So it's a really cool, unique story when you start digging into it. Yeah. And Rick, I love that you literally kind of found this hole and filled it, and now you've built an entire uh, entire business around it. So, Rick, talk to me a little bit. You said, you know, you're one of those lucky people that, like, you grew up uh, and were able to live your childhood dream. So you were a, a college athlete. You were an NFL player. Talk to me. You know, so many folks dream about being a professional athlete. What was your path to that? And then how did being an athlete actually prepare you to be a CEO and founder? Really, it started at an early age, played sports early on. I was always competitive. I don't know why, but I really didn't start having success until I was about high school. But this is, you know, why handwritten notes stuck out to me a lot. You know, when I was getting recruited 
And I, I, also, I also grew up in an era without cell phones. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was almost 17. So, you know, I always wrote notes to my friends and got in trouble for it. But, um, when I was getting recruited, the coaches, you know, I got tons of print mail and postcards from, from colleges, but the coaches who sent me a handwritten note, you know, that was really cool. You know, I have a whole box, you know, they're keepsakes now that, you know, I'll show my kids when they get older. Yeah. But, um, that always meant more. And then here's another cool story. When I, I was playing for, uh, um, coach Jim Harbaugh for the San Francisco 49ers in 2012. When I actually left the team that year, um, you know, my, my contract with them was done and I did not resign with them. I signed with a different team. He actually sent me a handwritten note and I got it like a month after I left the team. And he, I mean, if anybody knows who that guy is, the guy's super successful, former first round draft picks, had success everywhere he's gone. Um, you know, we went to the NFC championship game that year and, and lost, but you know, for somebody of his caliber, of his prestige, you know, um, of his public figureness, I guess, for him to sit down and send you a handwritten note, that was pretty impactful. And that's really what we try to do at scale um, for our clients. But that's a keepsake for me as well now. You know, I, I keep that in my office. Um, you know, it's something that's really important for me. But um, yeah, just to keep moving on, you know, I think what's really helped me be successful is everything that I've learned about or learned from being an athlete. Um, number one is discipline, mm -hmm. you know, to be successful at a high level as an athlete, you have to have massive amounts of discipline to show up every single day, um, work out, you know, go through all the training, the film, the, the practice also outside of football, right? You got to take care of your body, take care of what you're putting in your body, not staying up late, not doing all the drugs and alcohol that'll, you know, a lot of people get tied into. Yeah. So you got to develop that bulletproof discipline. And then the hard thing for people is patience. And I know I mentioned that earlier. It takes years. You know, it took me five years to become successful at football. You know, it's going to take us, it took us, I mean, the first three years were an absolute nightmare um, for us building this company because there's just so many problems to overcome. Yeah. And we've also done this with no loans, no debt, and no investors. Wow. So this is a completely customer-funded customer, a customer -funded venture. Wow. Um, and I... I, I, yeah. And I owe that to my competitive background, my sports background, my sales background, um, just being able to identify an opportunity, solve a problem, you know, give a solution. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I've developed from my background that's allowed me to do that, but yeah, it's a, it's a really cool, I mean, the more you dig into it, you know, there's a lot of, you know, relatable, um, points you can pull out of this because this was not given, this was earned, you know, this was something that was developed over, you know, years, you know, it was just discipline, patience, and a lot of hard work. Yeah. And Rick, I know people talk a lot about how do they make a career pivot? So I'm interested to hear from you and pivoting your career because, you know, as a professional athlete, as a football player, you always know there's an expiration date on that, right? So what was it like the morning after you left the NFL where you were like, okay, what next? I was just like every other person. I was petrified. I thought I was going to be an athlete until I was 30, make a ton of money. That was plan A. There was no plan B. Yeah. And I've always, you know, just put all my, my eggs in one basket. And I was just so committed to what I was doing. I just thought all that hard work would just eventually pay off, but eventually it does not. And I think this is what a lot of young people, you know, I was 23 or four at the time, like you're scared, you're entering the world for the first time. You're not knowing what, you know, the future holds for you. 
And this is what a lot of people need to do. They got to put themselves out there. They got to try new things. Um, I, I still, I'm going to networking meetings all the time. Um, you know, after hours, breakfasts, um, you know, you, you never know one relationship can completely change your life. You know, I went and put myself through the MBA and that changed my life forever. You just don't know. You got to keep trying new things. You got to get outside your comfort zone and eventually you're going to find what you're looking for. Um, you just, you can't sit in your position and stay at home and hide behind your phone. You got to get out there face to face with people and opportunities are just going to present themselves. Um, but you got to get out there and go look for them. Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people struggle with is they stay in their nine to five, they get comfortable, they don't go out and seek, they're waiting for something to come to them. Um, that's just, it's never going to happen that way. So Rick, let's talk a little bit about your professional brand as a founder and CEO. Give me three words that you would use to describe brand Rick Elmore. Well, me as a person, I am relentless. Um, I would hate to compete with me because I will literally go down with a ship fighting. <laughs> so I would say, yeah, being relentless, disciplined, and um, I mean, consistent. I mean, I, I think this is one thing too for anybody who wants to to start a business is, you know, consistency over everything. You know, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. You know, I've had no background in tech. I've had no background in software, no background in robotics. But what I've done is I've developed consistent, successful habits. You know, I just wake up every single day. There's five things I need to do. And I do those things every single day before I start anything else. So I love that. Relentless, disciplined, consistent. Now, Rick, would you say that those have been attributes that have described you, you know, throughout your life? Or have they evolved even as you've become a business person versus an athlete? I think it's been in my DNA from a very early age. I just didn't realize what it was. Mm. Um, I think, you know, growing up as a person, um, and I, you can develop things over time, but those are things that, that were a part of me. I just didn't really know what they were. They were just like kind of built into me, but, um, there are things in your life that you have to build and something that I've been trying to build, you know, since getting into sales is being a lot more comfortable, you know, networking, you know, when I was an athlete, um, you know, people came to me, I had, you know, trainers, I had agents, I had coaches, I had everybody, basically, I was like the circle of the ecosystem and everybody came to me to help me. Um, this is kind of like what it was. Yeah. And then when you get out into the real world, it's all about everybody else, right? It's about helping everybody else. It's about being a resource to everybody else. It's about giving tenfold before you ask or receive for anything. So, yeah. um, funny story <laughs> when I was my first, my first sales, uh, job was at Stryker and I had a manager who loved going to dinner with, um, clients. And I mean, it's obvious in sales, you go to dinner and build relationships. Yeah. But um, these dinners would last for hours, like three, four five hours. Like it would <laughs> start a happy hour, go to dinner, you know, and at a cigar bar or something. And like my, my social battery was like good for 30 minutes. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I mean, it literally was not, I would be sitting there and my brain would feel like it was just exploding because I just couldn't handle that much engagement for that long of a period of time. Yeah. Like I was a athlete that was used to hitting people. So <laughs> I mean, I remember this one dinner where after dinner and 
I literally, after dinner, I got back in my truck and it was about a four hour dinner and I just reclined my seat and I just laid there. I was just like literally mentally exhausted, but I knew in order to be successful in sales, I had to work that mental muscle. So like now, I mean, I've constantly put myself in positions, like I said earlier, you know, I'm doing after hour networking meetings, you know, I'm putting myself in morning networking meetings. Um, and now it's like, I can go in a room and work the room you know, and talk to 30 people and be completely fine. But that was a, a muscle that I had to mold over time. So there's things in you that you can draw on from like when you're young, but there's also to mature as a, a, a any, you know, mature as an adult, let alone a professional, you're going to have to develop things you're not good at. And that was something I had to work on. Yeah. And I love that you really use sort of your brand DNA about being like disciplined and consistent and then like relentless about networking. You know, I talk to people all of the time, Rick, who share, you know, they don't have that mental energy or stamina to have these high, you know, long social interactions. Give us a couple of tips. What are some things that you learned to do over time that helped you really go out and and network and build great relationships with folks? I learned this from my wife. My wife's in fundraising and she's phenomenal at what she does. But this is what a lot of people do is they get in a room and they think they have to talk to everybody. And early on, and my wife's been doing fundraising for about 12 years. She had a mentor that told her when she works, when she gets into a room and she, she actually works the whole room now, but early on, they told her when you go to these events, try to have two really good conversations, Ooh, like literally yeah. go in and just try to talk to two people. Don't talk to them for 10 seconds, 30 seconds. Engage them, learn about them, you know, ask them questions, right? Try to help them, right? And just have two really good conversations. And that's really when I got started. I mean, I was doing the Chamber of Commerce, the BNIs, the YPOs. Yeah. I mean, I was doing um, every networking event I possibly could. And I used to walk in there and like get overwhelmed. But Eventually, what you do is just sit down and try to talk to somebody for 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, be interesting, you know, add value, build a relationship, you know, try to follow up, you know, connect, whatever, do something, but only focus on two people. And before you know it, like you start to like it because, you know, you're going to find the right people because those people are there for the same reason you are, right? When you're yeah. going to those events, they're trying to network, they're trying to build their business and you're going to find people just like you, right? You know, you're, you'll strike out a lot too, but you'll be shocked by how good you become at networking and how good <laughs> you become at talking to people by just focusing on that two people principle. Yeah. Well, and I love that too, because I know that so many people have an ick factor about, you know, networking being superficial, which it certainly is if you're just going and talking to people for like a minute. So I love that this is really about getting beyond kind of superficiality and, and really creating a bond or a relationship with just a couple of folks. Yeah, it is. And the thing is, that you're, you're putting a face to the name, you connect with them on LinkedIn, connect with them on social, right? And this is the problem with you know, what I've learned of building a brand online is that if all you're doing is just trying to, you know, connect with them digitally and all you're jamming down their throat every single day is, is bye, 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 bye. You know, that's going to phase out real quick and people are kind of going to build up like a resilience to you to not really want to pay attention. But if you have a relationship, a face to the name you've met in person before, right. You're, you're sharing some, you know, if you're connecting on Facebook or or Instagram, you're sharing your family, your outside life with them, you're going to have 
a, a deeper, more well-rounded relationship. So mm. after you do it for about five or 10 years, you're, you'll be shocked. <laughs> you know, if you're doing one networking month, one networking meeting a week um, for five years, you'll be absolutely shocked about how big your circle has gotten and what great relationships you can now lean on. And I mean, your net worth really is your connections. And like when you're 10, 15, 20 years into it, that's when you're going to have that compounding interest success. Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I love this whole notion that if you're on social media and people just don't even see you as a real person, it's hard to maintain that relationship. So Rick, talk to me. You've spent five years building this great brand of Simply Noted. You come from a great uh, commercial sales background. What are some things that you've done to help build the uh, Simply Noted brand that you think any of our listeners could actually use to help build their own professional brands regardless of what type of industry they're in? Yeah, well, our, that's a great question. Our, our product is a relationship building product. So we use our product all the time. So we're sending handwritten notes to either our prospective clients, you know, people who are just signing up, even, you know, if they're not requesting it, we're, we're still trying to connect with them personally. Um, so we use our product a lot, but I, I, again, I'm a true believer in relationships. Um, you know, I try to connect with people offline. So if there's an opportunity to meet with them, grab lunch, learn about them, I do that. I do send a lot of like video introductions. So if there's somebody that's logged in or I've connected with online, you know, I'll send them just like a quick, it's 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 a loom recording, but I'll, I'll record a, like a loom, like, hey, you know, my name's Rick, I'd love to connect with you, you know, or thanks for signing up. I'm here for you. If I can support you, let me know. It's just kind of getting away from the norm. You have to think outside the box. Um, and I, I could not have scaled to where we are today without thinking outside the box. We just didn't have the money it's it would have taken to build what we have built. But um, you just have to be different. Don't be like everybody else. Don't just send them a DM. Don't just send them an email. Don't send them a blast text, right? You got to do something different that's going to stick out. Yeah. That's going to plant a seed in their brain of like, wow, that was cool. Right. Yeah. And then let it marinate for three months. And when they need a service that you can help them with, it's going to, they're going to come back to you. So yeah, even if somebody doesn't buy from us right now, I'm going to try to make a good impression on them today in a unique way. So when they do need a service or they do need help, they're going to think of us first. I love that, right? It's really about breaking through the noise and being of service to people. And when they need you, they're going to come, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Now, Rick, talk to me because I know that there's haters out there, right? You know, that are spamming stuff and, and bad reviews. But, you know, we all find where we interact with people where we're not their cup of tea. And it strikes me that when you're relentless and disciplined and consistent, sometimes that doesn't always mesh with, with certain other people. So it doesn't. how is it that you... How do you manage your brand when you're interacting with a partner or a stakeholder or even a customer where kind of your brand, your style isn't their cup of tea? My stepdad, my dad passed away when I was seven and I have mm, a, I'm sorry. Um, my stepdad's basically been my life, my whole life, but he, he, he's a, a contractor by trade, but he's infinitely wise beyond his years. Um, he shared something with me when I started out being a business owner. He told me this one thing. He's like, you know what, Rick, you know, when I started coaching, cause that's where we connected. He's like, I learned something about coaching with parents. Um, you know, a third of them are going to like you and love you and want to support you and be your biggest fan. 
a third of them are not going to care whatsoever. They're just, they don't care. They're not engaged. They don't care. And he says a third and the last third are just going to hate you for no reason. No matter what you do, <laughs> no matter who you are, you're just not going to connect with them. He's, so he's like, that's just life and everything that you do. Like a third of them are going to be your fans. A third of them are not going to care. And a third of them are just going to hate you regardless. So what we try to do is operate in those two thirds. I've learned to just not focus on the people that don't like us. What I do try to control is not giving them a reason to like us. So, you know, don't, don't give them bad customer service. Don't give them a, a you know, a bad product. Um, don't be rude to them. Right. We always kill people with kindness. It's the best way to go. Um, you know, just try to be overly positive, overly kind, just focus on the people that want to be in your life, be a part of your business. But don't give people, you know, reasons to not want to be in your life and not want to work with you. Yeah. So it's we don't turn people away, but put all your energy into super serving those that are going to really be attracted to you and your work. Absolutely. So, Rick, I have a couple of fun, uh, quick questions to close us out. We've been talking about your brand and the Simply Noted brand. What is your favorite brand as a consumer? So I'm an outdoorsman. So there's a few brands I I follow religiously just because I'm fans of them. One's Peak Design. They're they're a bag company. They make really nice, high-quality bags for whatever reason I like. And I don't travel that much anymore, but I like really nice, you know, (laughs) bags when I travel. (laughs) All their bags from traveling to their backpacks to their, you know, their day carry kits. I mean, I I think I've bought everything that they make just because, number one, I like (laughs) their brand, what they stand for. You know, they're about, you know, creating a great product, a great experience, doing what's right, you know, for the product, you know, not for growth. So I, I stand by that behind them. So they're called Peak Design. So Rick, tell me if you were a type of car, what type of car would you be? <sighs> a truck, just a, a utility truck, <laughs> you, know, I'm a, you know, off-road, on-road, wash it up and, and go on a nice date night, but also has the ability to, you know, go off-road and, and get dirty. So I think that's kind of um, how you would explain me in a nutshell. I have the ability to <laughs> put on a suit and, and be a, in the, the corporate arena or have the ability to, you know, put on some, some cleats or some basketball shoes and go out and, and uh, you know, be an athlete and get dirty and, you know, do some hard stuff. Kick some butt. Yeah, exactly. And finally, Rick, what's the best career advice that you'd like to pass on to our listeners? So I would not trade, you know, what I have done for any career in the world. I think um, anybody who's thinking about being an entrepreneur, I think um, it's absolutely worth the risk as long as you know how to mitigate risk. You know, don't go take out a million dollar loan that you have to 100% pay off and you don't know if you can pay it off. But um, the four and a half, five years of being an entrepreneur that I, I have dedicated to this is worth 40 plus years of being in a corporate job. Wow. Um, I've learned how to develop software. I've learned how to build robots. I've learned how to hire, fire, do you know, taxes, payroll, SEO, build websites, um, product development, product management, um, you know, built, you know, it's just the experience is invaluable. So I think if anybody is thinking about it, and I think that's probably a, a you know a large portion of your audience, it's absolutely worth it. But be com- you know, 
be be smart about it. You know, I started this on a $10,000 0% interest credit card mm. and we scaled as we brought in money. Um, you know, I didn't go out and get a, you know, a half a million dollar loan and got in over my head and stressed myself out to the point where I caved. Um, I mitigated risk, I took calculated risk and I worked my butt off and put, you know, basically reinvested the money so we can scale. So I think if you become if you want to excel your career as a being an entrepreneur is a great way to do it but also if you want to if you're somebody who's in corporate America um you got to have a 10 year vision you know you got to play the long ball you got to be consistent you, know, you got to be patient and you know this one thing when I was in corporate it was always the cream that rises to the top you know people will weed themselves out mm. over time um, the longer you're there, as long as you're a good person, you work hard, you have the skills, right? You've developed as a, a team member, you're going to become a very valuable asset to that company. And they're not going to want to get, get, you know, get rid of you. You know, I'm, I'm a business owner now, you know, there's people that are just completely irreplaceable in what we do. Yeah. So and you can do that for whatever company, um, you're working for. So essentially, if you want to look at it, you can be an entrepreneur, for yourself within that business, right? You're developing yourself to become an asset for that company, Ooh, but it takes time, yeah. patience, consistency. And um, yeah. Well, Rick Elmore, thank you so much for being on the show. If people want to learn more about Simply Noted, where should we go? Yeah, it's a great question. You can connect with me online. I'm on LinkedIn all the time. Um, it's my number one social platform. It's just Rick Elmore, E-L-M as in Mary O-R-E, or just go to Simply Noted, um, just how it's spelled, S as in Sam, I-M-P-L-Y, noted.com. And just request a free sample kit. Um, we do a really nice job of putting together this, you know, 10 by 13 folio with a lot of handwriting samples in it. And we'd, we actually prefer to send it to you before you order, just so you can get a really good feeling for what we do. And that's usually when people have the light bulb moments. They're like, no way. Like, this is actually pen written. I thought it was going to be printed. And they get really excited about it. So yeah, just link, <laughs> link in or just go to our website. Awesome. Well, Rick Elmore, the founder and CEO of Simply Noted, it was great talking to you. Yeah, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to be on today. And we'll be back in just a few moments with my final thoughts. Are you tired of not being recognized for your work? Are you ready to rise above the rest and accelerate to the next level? The Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program will help you take control of your career, develop your own unique brand, and catapult you to a whole new level of success. You are a top performer, and the Lead With Your Brand Career Breakthrough Mentoring Program is what you need to get you there. Visit leadwithyourbrand.com to learn how. I loved talking to Rick Elmore, the founder and CEO of Simply Noted. What a cool story going from being a professional NFL football player to being a founder and CEO of a startup. Now, Rick had so many great things to share, but you know what really, really came through for me was this whole notion of consistency and putting things into action. You know, that's what this year is all about. It is about putting things into action. It's easy for us to dream and it's easy for us to talk about things. But at the end of the day, you've got to put things into action if you want to lead to your next career breakthrough. 
Now, we've been helping you all month, and if you've missed any of the weeks, that is okay. Just go to leadwithyourbrand.com slash new year, and you can get all five of our worksheets covering the five steps to help you lead with your brand to your next career breakthrough in 2023. Now, if you loved the show and you loved what you heard, make sure you're following us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you're following me on social media platforms like LinkedIn. I'm at Jason Patria on all platforms. Now, most importantly, in your career, do not be a boring old commodity like coffee. Make sure you stand out from the crowd as a super premium brand like Starbucks. You've been listening to Lead With Your Brand, the podcast that explores and uncovers exceptional career success stories and inspiring personal brand journeys with your host, personal branding expert, diversity advocate, and keynote speaker, Jason Patria. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit us at leadwithyourbrand.com.